Welcome to More to the Point, the extended interviews between KGB Texas Communications and innovative leaders working to create positive consequence in our communities. We hope you find them inspiring and informative. I am so glad that you're joining uh, me here today on The Point on this beautiful um, backdrop that we have in the San Antonio River. Um, thank you so much for being here today. Katie, I should be thanking you for bringing me to the most beautiful part of San Antonio. Oh, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Well, and and our, our lives have touched in so many places over the last 20 years at least, um, going back all the way until you helped um, me and, and your former life um, help find someone to help us raise um, our beautiful children and who is still part of our life. And, and I'll, always be, I'll always be grateful to you for that. And, and we've just had, I think, some beautiful moments along the way where... I like to know. call it a special bond. Yes. And uh, so it, it's been 20 years? At uh, least, uh, almost. And, and so, how come you still haven't changed? I know. Oh no! Oh no! No. No. I've watched you grow, and and I will tell you, uh, I've been so proud of your growth and your success. Um, and so, congratulations to you. Well, thank you very much. And and let me tell you that you are not only a mentor to me, but to our entire community. Um, you are someone who just exudes the energy, the faith. Um, all the things that are right in our community, and that's what you fight for. And it's one of the reasons why we're talking today, Thank too. You. Thank you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the proposition that's on the ballot mm -hmm. um, in November, um, and let's kind of start and roll back and start okay. in the very beginning okay. on why we're even why it's even on the ballot. And it goes back to the historical underfunding um, of VIA that goes back to the 1970s when we um, took a half cent sales tax as opposed to other major markets in Texas. Tell me the impact that that has had on our community. Well, you know, the sales tax is the only revenue that VIA has access to. Okay, right. That's the only viable funding source. And so back in the 70s, the legislature allocated the one penny mm -hmm. for public transit. So Dallas, Houston, Austin, they all took advantage of the one cent. For some unknown reason, uh, San Antonio decided only half a cent. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so when you hear us continuing to say, we're underfunded, it's because we are. Right. So we collect um, half of probably what Austin collects, right. and a third of what Dallas collects, and a fourth of what Houston collects. I think Houston is up to 700 million compared to our 188 million. Wow. So we've always been limited into what we can do. Considering that the funding, with the funding that we get, how well we've done, mm -hmm. and how V has been recognized as such as an efficient uh, service. Right. Um, congratulations to our staff right. uh, because they've done a great job. But we've always been interested, uh, those of us that have served on the VIA board, uh, we've always been interested in trying to bring back that money, uh, like we'd like to say, bring it back to transit where right. it belongs. And so we have this opportunity, uh, as you know, the one-eighth cent that we are pursuing um, has been used for another cause, right. and it's expiring in 2021. So the board felt that it was an opportunity for us to, to pursue it, and so that's what we've done. Um, we, we had to take some steps into getting here, and so 
you may have heard of the steps that were taken and they right. were kind of in the newspaper, played on the newspaper, right. but they, they had to be taken. Right. We still wanted to sit at the table and make sure that we would all work together, but we were forced to take those steps if we wanted to continue on the path that we were pursuing. So this one eight cent uh, will bring us back uh, almost to par with the others, but we've, we've got a long way to go to right. ever catch up. Right. Um, so we will use this funding uh, to um, improve our core services, uh, to improve frequencies, uh, to have late night routes, which so many of our people that ride the bus uh, work a late shift. They need it. And, and have no options for transportation. So we want to make sure that we're available for them. Uh, we will also improve on our innovation. Uh, so we look forward to um, being uh, with an app and having more mobility on demand. Uh, all the things that, that other cities are doing. As a matter of fact, our mobility on demand is really a model program that other people are very interested in that we're doing. Um, but it allows us to get, to get caught up. Get caught up with funding, get caught up with innovation, and most importantly, uh, provide a better system for our riders. Right. Right, absolutely. All those things working together. And to your point, um, it's it's time for us to take advantage of this in order to, for us to give our city and our community and our people the transit system that they deserve, um, because they deserve more than what they've gotten, um, for sure. Absolutely. And and the other thing that we need to remind ourselves is that you know some people will come up to me and say, well, I don't ride the bus, so I really it's not important for me. But it is. It is because. It's predicted that we're going to add a million more people by 2040. Right. So think of the congestion pre-pandemic. Okay, right. right now we don't have as much, although it's it's right. improving. And think of what it would look like with a million more people. So whether you ride via or not, it's important for the future of our community. And it also allows us to be competitive uh, when we're when other companies or other businesses are looking uh, to move their jobs to San Antonio. The, when we've met with them uh, on, from the public transit uh, position, they always ask, well, are you going to be able to take my employees to work and get them back home? Are we connected? Yeah, are we connected? And so yeah. we want to make sure that we do a, a very good job in connecting people to jobs, uh, to their medical appointments, uh, to, skill, to their training in schools. You know, I rode the bus when I went to school, and, uh, and, and uh, there's a great story about um, you know the Young Women's Leadership Academy, that 35 percent of their girls uh, take the bus to school. Wow, that's an incredible number, and there's incredible. and there's such great success stories. So we want to make sure that we continue providing a service for all uh, that have, but also to our disability community. Absolutely, uh, you know, Via Trans has been uh, such a great service, and as one of our trustees reminds us. Even via trans takes pe connects people to work. Yes, it does. It does absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's fast forward a little bit into um, the upcoming election, mm -hmm. um, and, and actually just a, a few weeks away. Um, tell me a little bit about because there's there's the proposition the way that it's it's worded on the ballot where workforce development will be funded first if that proposition passes, and then if if the the um, advanced transportation district when that passes, that will then go to fund um, tra transit, but not until 2026. That's correct. And the big question is, why now? Why would we um, fund this now? I'm sorry, why would we vote on this now when it's not funded in 2020, until 2026? Well, at the beginning, our intention was that we would pursue the funding immediately mm -hmm. uh, as soon as the, the tax uh, expired for the other organization. But um, 
We met with the city leadership, and, and as you know, there's so many unemployed mm -hmm. uh, due to the pandemic, and, uh, and the city felt that they wanted to pursue uh, some training programs uh, for all those that have been affected. And uh, via being a good partner, uh, we sat at the table and, and we agreed this was a, an immediate priority or need for the community, and, uh, and so we agreed on that. But keep in mind that for us, the reason that we could agree to that, it's because as long as we knew that the funding is secure, okay, that it'll start in January of 2026, then as we pursue federal grants, um, because any time that we can pursue a federal grant uh, or federal funding, not just a grant, but federal funding, is that you need to make sure that you have secure funding match. Right. That, so Washington will send money down for a shovel-ready project, which, which we have, um, but, they, but they will not fund your operation. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to send you a multi-million dollar grant if you can't operate it. Right. So you have to prove that you've got the funding in place. So the fact that we can say, yes, starting January 2026, we will have this additional funding source which will allow us to operate. Right. So that's the beginning of many, not many, but several opportunities that we could pursue right. in the future uh, from the federal okay. government. Okay. So <clears throat> VIA has um, a plan, keep San Antonio moving. Mm -hmm. And if voters um, approve the proposition, then um, they, they will be voting on the plan in order to um, increase and improve our transit system. Mm -hmm. So tell me or just reiterate again the three things that that plan includes and the, and the benefit that it brings to the community. Well, of course, you know, I mean, what we've seen is that if you increase frequencies, mm -hmm. if you shorten the uh, time on the bus, more people are going to ride it. And, and so that immediately will be. So that's when we say we're going to dedicate our time to core services, is improve the system that we have now with um, more frequencies, with um, late night routes. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and I think that that's, uh, that's key. And then of course, start the innovation uh, plan. So if, if you look on our website, which is keepsamoving.com, or Yes for Transit, is that you'll see that we have one to three years and then four to five years, and so we do have a plan. And a plan that has been uh, not just created over the past year, but a plan that has been, I mean, we've gone out to the public uh, for the past five years right. with public hearings, with town halls, in listening and, uh, and creating a plan that is uh, appropriate for our community. Absolutely. No, it's exciting. Um, I think to your point, it's it's much needed. It's time, and um, this community needs it. You know, and 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 even you know talking about too, even how Via is operating in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's it's incredible to see the safety measures that have been taken to ensure that people and especially essential workers can get to and from their jobs. Um, and, and, and being able to do so safely and with social distancing, and, and um, I think they've done done a great job. We want to make sure that our riders feel safe. Right. Um, but I want to address one issue that people will ask all the time. Oh, you know, those big buses, I see them empty. Well, thank well, God we've got big buses because yeah. now they can social space. That's right. Okay? That's right. 16 uh, riders 16 capacity. 16 riders, and uh, all, although, you know, it takes more buses uh, during peak times. but. Oftentimes people will say, you know, buses are empty. I'm not sure that I want to invest in this. But you haven't seen a bus between 6 
and 8 a.m. Yeah. Because you have to remember that those people that need to connect to their jobs to be there by 7.30 or to be there by 8, they're taking the bus at 5 a.m. And when they get off their shifts, you know, they're, it's taking them also later. Yes. So, uh, so I, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that uh, when we hear stories about um, somebody getting off of work at 11 and taking them two hours to get home, uh, that that'll change. Uh, that that'll change. Yes. And, and that'll improve quality of life because instead of being en route, you'll be at home with your family. Agreed completely. Yeah. You know, I think one other point too that, that has just hit home um, through the discussions is that picture that everyone refers to of all the cars lined up at the San Antonio mm -hmm. Food Bank um, with the pandemic and the, and the need and fulfilling that need. And I also think though the one of the tragedies of that, and, and we've all discussed this, the tragedies of that photo is the fact that those families had to choose vehicles over food security. And I mean, this plan is something that can help to change that narrative for our community moving forward. Well, we believe that VIA takes essential workers to their jobs. And if you ever pass by a bus stop, look at the people that are waiting at the bus. They're usually the ones that are wearing a uniform to go to the medical center or to uh, medical office, uh, or there are people that work at uh, the grocery store, um, at the you know corner stores, and and so they're they're very important uh, workers that uh, that certainly provide a great service to our community. But the, the other thing I want you to think about is 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 this: is 65 percent of the people that ride the bus do not have a car. Okay, and we don't know how many more will be in that position with what's caused, what, what's happened with the pandemic, whether they've lost their jobs, they've lost their automobile. So the one thing, with all the uncertainty that's out there, the one thing we want them to be certain about is that VIA will always be there to connect them to their jobs, to their schools, to their medical appointments, and just to visit each other. Yeah, so important. Well, thank you for being such a champion and for your tireless commitment to making our community better doing what's right for our community and you always have no matter no matter where you've served you've always put our community first and you just have such an army behind you that are so grateful for everything that you've done so thank you well thank you katie and i have to say a, a shout out to the board of trustees at via uh, one of the reasons that we were able to be so strong and determined and and committed to what we wanted to do was because uh, we were all together you were I mean, it was just, um, it was just, you, you felt so proud of the fact that you had, that we were a group of people that it was unanimous yes. on, on how we felt. And then, of course, we've got a great team. But this community has provided me so many opportunities. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't that I live in San Antonio, that, uh, that it's my responsibility to make sure I give back. Well, thank you. Thank you. You've done it in, in, in a huge amount, so eternally thankful. Thank you. Thank you for listening to More to the Point. If you have any questions about this episode or want to learn more about our company, please visit us at kgbtexas.com or email us at podcast at kgbtexas.com.